Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. Do you ever feel frustrated? Well, your dog does. Frustration occurs when an animal is interrupted in reaching their goals. Unfortunately, this occurs all too often in the modern world when a dog's goals do not align with those of their human companion. This can be a source of distress for both you and your dog, but it can also lead to the development of problem behaviors and can damage the relationship that you have with your dog. But we have answers for you. Join us for a two-day in-person seminar October 5th and 6th with instruction by Daniel Shaw. Daniel Shaw is an animal behaviorist with a background in animal behavior, psychology, and neuroscience. He will be talking about what frustration is and how it can be identified, the difficulty of conventional approaches in resolving frustration, what influences the value of rewards, as well as supporting frustrated dogs and building frustration tolerance. You can buy early bird tickets now until August the 5th, and be sure that you join us for our pre-seminar social Friday evening where you can meet Daniel and the Dog Speak team. We look forward to seeing you October 5th and 6th in Nashville, Tennessee for the Neuroscience of Resolving Frustration in Dogs seminar. Hey guys, and welcome to the Dog Speak podcast. I am Nikki Ivey, your host. I am thrilled that you are joining me to talk puppies, dog training, real life manners, and more. Be sure to check out our Facebook page as well as our website at dogspeak101.com. Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. Welcome to another mini episode. Today we're going to talk about shy dogs. Dogs that are not necessarily the outgoing type, the kind that want to be petted by everyone, the one that wants to visit with every human that walks by. Shy dogs uh, can have other problems than just shyness. Uh, It kind of depends on what that motivation is behind the shyness. So a lot of shyness happens from an early age. Uh, Typically shyness happens from dogs having a lack of socialization where they're not necessarily afraid of people and reactive. They're just more nervous and unsure of of situations and you're not really going to get dogs that are overactive or reactive with people. But um, just this shyness, a, I'd rather hide from you than uh, try to prevent you to create distance. Uh, so, you know, shy dogs is something that, not normal, it is definitely an abnormal trait that we want to see in dogs because dogs are pack creatures and they are very social creatures. So when they don't want to socialize, we know there is a problem there. With the shyness, what you'll get is dogs that... Um, will hide behind owners, hide under chairs, hide under beds. They will avoid any type of interaction with humans other than the people that are in their circle. Uh, The ones that are in their circle, they're typically a lovey dog. They don't get into a whole lot of trouble because, frankly, they don't have the confidence to do things. They don't have the confidence to try something new. Uh, Therefore, sticking to the routine is the most comfortable thing for them. 
So when you have a dog with shyness, they usually like the people in their circle and they have very little behavior issues. Um, and their manners typically aren't too bad either. Again, just because they don't have the confidence to really do anything outside the norm. Uh, shy dogs, something that being that, you know, we're so populated, I think having a shy dog can be um, unhealthy for the dog. Uh, so it's definitely something I would work on and help the dog overcome. He He's probably never going to be the outgoing social creature he could have been, but I think there's an opportunity to help him at least learn how to deal with people. So shyness does come a lot from a lack of socialization with humans at an early age with different humans, but it can also happen because um, a, a lack of confidence in the ability to handle conflict and confrontation. So when you get a dog who is unsure that their calming signals will work and that they can handle confrontation and conflict, they tend to just avoid those opportunities. And so instead of being social, they'll stay back where they know they can handle conflict and confrontation because, well, frankly, they're avoiding it at all cost. Uh, your shy dogs definitely need to have some confidence built up. And a great way of doing that um, is getting them social socialized with other dogs to help them learn how to use those social skills. Teach them how to think and use their brain on a regular basis. Um, problem solving is really good at building confidence. It also teaches inner self-control. Uh, so you can do definitely some hand feeding exercises where they have to work for each bite of food. Um, we'll probably cover that in a mini episode, but in the meantime, you can check out the videos on my website as they do show a hand feeding exercise. Um, you know, the hand feeding exercise is definitely not just feeding the dog by hand. It's not just giving them food for sitting there and looking cute. It's teaching the dog how to work for each bite of food. Uh, but keep your eyes open. We'll probably do a mini podcast on that um, in the near future. But also with your shy dogs, what I, I want to make sure that you avoid some things. And I think that's probably the most important part of uh, what I want to talk about on this podcast is what to avoid um, so that you don't make things worse. Yes, we do need to increase our dog's confidence and teach them and, and help them feel more comfortable. But in order to do that with shyness, there are things that you need to do to make your dog comfortable. And the first thing is don't ever force your dog to say hi, to be petted, to be loved on. And that doesn't just include strangers. That includes you in the home. Um, if you're forcing your dog to be petted on and loved on, um, you could easily increase that anxiety and really confirm that their calming signals don't handle conflict and confrontation. Uh, because if you're being disrespectful or somebody's being disrespectful and the dog is not wanting to be petted, and yet we just sit there and keep petting, we're being disrespectful. And so it will teach the dog to not be trustworthy and to avoid those situations, which will increase the shyness. Another thing is, a lot of people think if they can just get their dogs out and socialize them and expose them, then they'll be fine. And we call that flooding. Uh, flooding is basically where you uh, put a dog in a situation where the stimulus that is um, scary, the trigger, is all around, and there's no really getting away from it. 
and when you flood um, that's something that can cause the dog to increase in anxiety you know we think that if we're just exposed to something long enough we'll desensitize to it but desensitization and flooding are two different things and you just never want to put your dog in that situation where they're so overwhelmed that they just emotionally and mentally can't handle the situation and you will absolutely make it worse so make sure that you don't take your dog out and force him to be social even if that's not being petted by people but just being in the environment uh, because that will only make things worse your dog must have the opportunity to build some confidence and have a platform in order to build the skills that you're wanting to teach and that is to to be more confident and to handle uh, stressful situations whether it be in a group of people or whether it be uh, being petted by someone so you know take shyness as someone who's like an introvert and they're just not big on being around a large group of people maybe five people at a time is about all they can handle well you taking them somewhere to like the farmer's market where there are hundreds of people and small areas to move around the longer they're there they're not going to be less okay with it the longer they're there the more negative association they're going to have the more stress they're going to feel the more their body is going to um, express cortisol and they're just not going to be able to even come down from that and relax and so you want to make sure that in those situations you know we would start out if we needed someone to increase their ability to be around people we'd start at five we'd make it as positive as possible and then we might start with a sixth person and that sixth person wouldn't be right in the middle of the group but maybe just in the room and not trying to interact with the person and so you know it's real similar what we do with dogs we want to make sure that we're always making positive associations but keeping the dogs in a place where they can accept the positive reinforcement that we are teaching so those are a couple of things that you really need to avoid with your shy dog do not force them to be petted and loved on do not force them to be exposed and in, and in situations that are stressful for them that will only make things worse and that trust will absolutely be lost and third you know don't necessarily sit around and just coddle and baby your dog when they're nervous you can provide comfort and that comfort is just being there for them and being their rock but I don't want you mirroring their behavior to where you're exhibiting as much nervous emotion as they are um, you want them to look at you and see that you're not bothered by something that you're being that rock and you're solid and want we want to give them the opportunity to mirror you with that so you know you want to be that that leader and be that rock for them when they are nervous and afraid um, or when they're just shy and hiding so you know if a dog wants to hide behind me then I'm fine with that if it's a situation that makes them real nervous I'm not going to interact with the dog while it's hiding behind me I am providing the barrier and that's enough but I'm not going to change my behavior and you know uh, baby and coddle the dog but I'm also not going to force the dog to come out from behind hiding if it's a situation that's overwhelming so obviously there are different environments of a dog being nervous or shy a dog who's overwhelmed or just uncomfortable there's definitely a variety of levels and degrees of that so you know there may be a, a younger dog that I will make come out of hiding 
uh, just to interact with, you know, a child that's 20 yards away. But if the child comes 10 yards away, I may allow that hiding. It really depends on uh, how shy, I guess, the dog would be or how nervous the dog would be. So I would take every case uh, differently and, and, and see which one would be most beneficial for the dog. Do I let them hide or do I expose them to that stimulus but expose it from a distance? So these are a few of the things that you want to think about when you're dealing with a shy dog. Uh, just remember, you are their rock. Don't let them necessarily avoid everything, but don't flood them. And build their confidence up. And if you you know, need some help, find a local trainer who uses positive methods, uses force-free methods, and that truly understands behavior. Not just teaching, sit, stay, down, come, heal, but actually understanding true dog behavior, the motivations behind their behavior, um, understanding how... Emotional responses elicit external behavior um, or emotional feelings will elicit external responses. Uh, so it's about dealing with the emotional part of the dog in order to change those behaviors that we don't want, such as hiding and being so shy. So you may want to you know, find someone for that. For more information on building confidence, you can check out our website. We have some good blogs on there. And like I said, check out the videos because there's some good hand feeding videos. And that can really help build some confidence up and help the dog start to feel like he can be a dog again. And as well, get your dog some socialization, whether it be at the dog park, uh, doggy daycare, maybe some friends' dogs. And, and hopefully your dog is good with other dogs. If not, well, then we have some other issues as well. Um, but it really all stems from the same problem, which is lack of confidence, lack in the ability to handle conflict and use the calming signals and trust that the calming signals will work. So definitely do some reading on some, you know, communication skills, dog language. That'll really help a lot. Uh, we do have a podcast that where we talk about communication. I think that's crucial for you to know as a parent of a shy dog because uh, you really need to make sure that your dog is always set up for success that your dog is always able to escape something if it needs to um, and that you are that rock and you're able to understand when your dog is relaxed and when your dog is stressed out and needing some time to himself. So if you have a shy dog, good luck. Um, you know, keep an eye out for some podcasts. We'll, we'll be doing some more um, podcasts on confidence building and dealing with shy dogs and nervous dogs as well as some fear aggressive dogs, which shy dogs can turn into if we let it go too long. So I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. I hope you enjoyed this little mini podcast and look out for our next podcast to come out on Tuesday and then the mini podcast a few days after that. So you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.